I think part one is a delaying tactic. Um, what we've got here is similar to what you saw in the case of the application against the seismic blasting, is there's a case being brought to try to stop it. But before that actual case gets heard, that, that part is part B, there's an application to stop the handing over of a report, so an interdict. The idea is we want you to stop the, the, the report being, held over, uh, being handed over while we argue the merits of whether it should happen or not. And what's being brought this afternoon, uh, well, yesterday, was the interdict. Mm -hmm. um, and I must say, I don't think that has any chance of success either, simply because the main case is so baseless. Mm -hmm. Does testimony by witnesses constitute implication, or that would have to be determined by the Commission in its report? It would have to be determined by the Commission in its report. Um, and yes, testimony by witnesses is evidence, so yes, that is implication if witnesses have said that civil Ramaphosa is guilty of wrongdoing. But um, let's just clear up a couple of um, misconceptions at the beginning. Mm. First of all, this is not a court case. It's a commission of inquiry. The person who would have to be non-biased and non-implicated is Zondo himself. It's not the president. Mm -hmm. um, so the rules of natural justice would apply to the actual holding of the commission. They don't apply to somebody being given, uh, you know, the book to read. Um, uh, Sol Ramaphosa, remember, didn't appoint Zondo either. That was Zuma. Yes. And his job as president is to read and act on the report. He's not the only one who's going to get it. Uh, he is the one who commissioned uh, well, the, the office of the president is the one who commissioned it, and therefore it's got to go back to the office of the president. But it can at the same time go to parliament and other bodies as well. It goes to the public. The question then becomes, what does Sora Ramaphosa do about it? If he makes any, if he carries out any conduct that um, shows his bias or is, is unjust because he's implicated and you can see he's acting to protect himself, then you can challenge that particular action or a particular conduct. But simply receiving a piece of paper, that doesn't do it, given that the office of the president was the source of the instruction to the commission. It's just got to go back there. Mm -hmm. In what circumstances would the court allow the report to be handed to the deputy president, David Mabuza, or even to parliament for that matter? Um, quite frankly, it's just not the court's call. Um, that is... I can't think of any circumstances <laughs> because the, the process of a commission of inquiry is that X sets it up and the, and the report goes back to X. Mm -hmm. It's simply not within a court's uh, range of options within their power to say, all right, uh, we're changing the rules of commissions of inquiry, which are set up in the, in the law, uh, and instead of having it that the report's got to go back to the office that commissioned it, we're going to make up somebody else. Um, it's not one of their powers, and I, I can't mm -hmm. see circumstances in which the court would do that, because then the court's got to decide for itself, before the report comes out, who isn't implicated. Yeah. So legally, Professor, what is supposed to happen after the report has been delivered to the president by DCJ Raymond Zondo later today? That is where the law gets a bit hazy and disappointing, and we've seen it happen in previous 
uh, commissions where a report is delivered. It's extremely important. It has major recommendations and major findings. And then there is nothing in the law to force the president to act on it. So we saw that with the TRC commission. Uh, there are a whole lot of uh, recommendations that were made that were never implemented. We've seen it with the Farland Commission. So in law now, there is nothing to force President Ramaphosa to do anything at all. Um, what it's up to now is the people of South Africa to put pressure on him to actually carry out some meaningful action now that he has all these facts before him. If he doesn't like the report, he can say why, he can get it reviewed. There are all sorts of ways he can show why he's not acting on it. But unfortunately, the law doesn't um, in itself give us a way of forcing him to act. It has to be done through politics.